There is nothing hotter to me than when Ew. I'm right. <laughs> like, nothing makes me feel so good. Ew. Oh, yes. He's a Florida boy wow. who would have ruined me. Mm, you get that. Welcome to To All the Rom-Coms We've Loved Before. I'm Sarah Kelly. And I'm Christina Archer. And we're gonna talk today about To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I did not look up um, who it was directed by. I completely forgot. Neither did I. Okay. I literally only just watched the movie and I just love it. Yeah. We'll, we're, we'll find some fun facts for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so today we are going to talk about the rom-com that kind of par- that partially inspired this podcast. Yep. I mean, obviously, it came out this year, the year of 2018, the year of Lucy McBath, yeah. and the year we, of Ariana Grande. But We are living amongst a rom-com resurgence in true. 2018, and anyone who can disagree with me I don't think anyone would disagree with me, because be all film wrong. historians, I think, are agreeing on this. Mm-hmm. We are witnessing an era of revolution amongst the romantic comedy genre. I would say so. Yeah. For sure. And we all know how important my opinion is, so. I would say that it's one of the most important opinions. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, quick statistics on this movie. It mm-hmm. was released this year by Netflix, mm-hmm. um, directed by Susan Johnson, uh, written by Sofia Alvarez, and based on the book by Jenny Han. Yes, um, Jenny Han is a genius. Yeah, right. Uh, Susan Johnson also directed anything that we would know. Karen Philby. Um yeah, but I don't know that one either. Um, and mainly has done a lot of producing work, I think. Hmm, but cool. So this is a big one for her. Yeah, I think I would argue. Yeah, I would argue that it's um, a little bit out of her um, normal. I guess like IMDb credits. Obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know her personally, but um, yeah. So. Who wants to do the informal um, recollection of the I movie? I think I did it last time, so right. I, I think you should do it. And I'll pull up a real summary. Now, first, let me take off Ginger's dog collar. Okay. Wait! Oh. <laughs> okay, so we, we, also... ha- we have a special guest today. Her name is Ginger, and she's a miniature poodle, and she's super sweet. Yeah. Um, but her collar is a little noisy. Yeah. So I'm taking it off. Good call. And she's wearing a Christmas sweater because it's November. Yeah. And it's the Christmas season. Well, there is a Christmas part of this, you That's know, true. movie, it's, kind of. Yeah. And I really like that about this movie. I like that it kind of goes through the fall Christmassy season and kind of bypasses Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because Thanksgiving is a genocidal holiday. Fuck, a, fuck Thanksgiving. Mm, right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing I think good about Thanksgiving is maybe, like, um, the combination of cranberry sauce and brie cheese yeah. in a lot of recipes. Oh, that's, that's real. Although my family eats Indian food on Thanksgiving, and it's fucking delicious. I but, but, you know, yeah. I like cranberry sauce and brie. Yeah, I, I think that Americans really got it right with a lot of fall flavor combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, Strong retweet. Yeah. Anyways, let yeah, me talk about the, the uh, informal... 
Alright, so here's the deal. Um, To All the Boys I've Ever Loved Before, directed by Susan Johnson. Wrong title. To All the Boys I've Loved Before. I've loved before. Yes. <laughs> what did I say? I've ever to loved? To All the Boys I've Ever Loved Before. Well. Very sensual. I think if you add an extra word in there, no one will notice. No one will notice. It's already a long title. Mm. So this long titled uh, movie is based off the book of the same name. Um, it's about a junior in high school named Laura Jean, and um, she is a little bit of a romantic. She loves, um, like, uh, romance novels, but, like, the kind that you can get at the gas station for, like, $3, those kind of romance novels, mm. um, which is interesting, I think, for maybe a 16-year-old, but it's all good. Um, they live in some kind of picturesque house. She has an older sister and a younger sister, Kitty, who is hilarious. And um, she has a single father who is trying to do it all. Um, and their Korean mother passed away when they were all very young. And so the sisters and the father are all really close in this happy little family that seemingly has, like, no drama. <laughs> um... Anyways, uh, Laura Jean has written a letter to literally every boy she has ever had a crush on in her life. <laughs> and basically, it's a love letter saying, like, why she loves this person and all this other stuff. And basically, her younger sister uh, decides to be a fucking snake and send those letters out into the world <laughs> to the people they were addressed to. So, the big issue is that Laura Jean had written a letter to her sister's boyfriend, and in order to avoid having that conversation with her sister, her older sister's boyfriend, whose name is, I don't know, Josh? Mm-hmm. Josh. Um, in order to avoid having that conversation with Josh, she and another boy, who she had also written a letter to, uh, Peter Kavinsky, PDK, uh, uh, decide to have a fake relationship in order to exploit the situation so she doesn't have to talk to Josh and he um, doesn't have to deal with this crazy ex-girlfriend or is competing with this crazy ex-girlfriend. Drama. Who won the relationship breakup? Anyways. <laughs> I think so it's more that. Peter and Lord Jean, um, have this fake relationship, drama ensues, romance ensues, mm-hmm. and um, basically what happens is Peter Kavinsky and Laura Jean end up falling in real love with each Aww. other, and it is amazing. Super cute. It's great. We're seeing Asian women mm-hmm. in situations that are not like they are the they are the fucking lead character in the own. Romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. No longer the sidekicks. Um, and Laura Jean looks full-on Korean. She does not look half. So Korean. Like, you look at her eyelash extensions, you're like, girl. Oh, I, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, we really need to talk about her eyelashes. Because yeah. I I'm, love, they look amazing. They, but they have to be extensions, right? Yeah, of course. There's no Korean who has eyelashes like that. There's there's no person who has eyelashes like that. Not naturally. No Definitely way. Not. Um, I mean, I fucking love them. She looks phenomenal. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. But her sisters look mixed. She yeah. looks just like actual. Yeah, Kitty definitely looks mixed. the most mixed. I yeah. Think. But... 
Anyways. But, yeah. So, that's besides the point. We're seeing women of color yes. in exciting roles. Mm-hmm. Or they For are sure. the ones falling in love. And it's on top of exciting. that, they're not, like, freakishly good at math or something yeah, stupid like that. Yeah, just, like, like normal. She's a good student. Yeah. Because she's a normal person. She has cute as fuck outfits oh, which is actually aesthetic which i love stereo stereotypical for koreans i feel is like it? they are also stylish yeah yeah i guess yeah yeah i've never seen an ugly korean in my life i have oh well we went to emory man mm, that's true okay um <laughs> let me circle back let me think yes. about that for a second also yeah real summary yeah oh here we go yes so the only summaries i can find right now are on imdb written by random people so that's what i'm going with i love it so i have um these are kind of like those type of summaries that are like teaser summaries i love a good teaser give me the tease for it so here's a short one laura jean covey writes letters to all of her past loves the letters are meant for her eyes only until one day when all the love letters are sent out to her previous loves. This person does not know how to write. Her life is soon thrown into chaos when her foregoing loves confront her one by one. Um, that's not a good one. That's Here's not a better good, one. but I will say it touched on a lot of points I forgot about. True. Uh, yeah. That's okay. Laura Jean keeps her, sorry, Laura Jean keeps her love letters in a hat box her mother gave her. They aren't love letters that anyone else wrote for her. These are ones she's written. One for every boy she's ever loved. Five in all. When she writes, she can pour her heart and soul and say all the things she would never say in real life because her letters are for her eyes only. Until the day her secret letters are mailed and suddenly Lara Jean's love life goes from imaginary to out of control. That's a, that's okay. Yeah. These are okay. But, yeah. I mean, we all know what happens. If you haven't seen this movie, uh, honestly, I don't know where you've been. Like... We've got we've got shit to cover. Like this is we really have a lot of topics to discuss. We really I don't do. even know where to start with this bad I know, boy. I think with this one we should really go. Like we'll start with the biggest. I don't know. Maybe we should start. Like we should definitely go chronologically, because um, that will be the easiest way for us to handle it. But also, some big things that just like. Pop out? Yes. Yeah, so okay, let's start. Like, let's go. What's your first thing? topic you want to talk about? Woman of color. I love it. I love it. We just Lana kind of... Condor is an icon. She is so She's a national awesome. Treasure. And you know what I think is so charming about this role in particular is that it's just like she's really like an average human being, right? Mm-hmm. She it's For like sure. and her identity and like kind of like the loss of her identity after her yeah. Korean mother like dies mm-hmm. and she still like looks a certain way. I think that is like something that's touched on so subtly and like handled so beautifully and like the way she and her sisters like, interact with each other mm-hmm. is just so beautiful to me. Yeah, no, And, I like, agree. the fact that her dad um, didn't, like, reject, like, her identity, you mm-hmm. know? Like, still acknowledging that their mom's culture is, like, yeah. a part of their life. And that's, like, I mean, a big thing at the beginning is, like, when he's trying to make that meal that their mm-hmm. mom used to make. Um, and I think that that's handled really nicely as well. Um, but, I mean, what was I going to say? Along with that, I think it is really nice that this story is kind of a vehicle for two young adults, like two young kids who are both going through, like, I think that they show the pressures and the, like, elements of life that young people are going through these days, because, like, 
the nuclear family isn't really a thing. Yeah, for like, sure. Like, it, it's not, like, people don't live like that anymore. I mean, obviously some people do, but it's very much changing, and, like, we're not seeing stories about, like, the typical nuclear family. Like, here we're seeing a widower and his three daughters, that, and that's a family of two different races come together. Yeah. And then Peter's family is, like, his dad left, and so it, it's these two kids who are, like, going through loss and grief and figuring out their relationship and their place in the world and how they're able to find someone else to talk to and relate to. Yeah. And I think that that's really beautiful, too. Yeah. And you know what? After this freaking movie came out, the price of uh, those little milk, Korean milks, like, went up. Did it really? Yeah, it went up, like, 50% in America. I really wanted to try one. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Sound, they sound good. They're, they're good. I think, um, I had them as like a child i don't buy them anymore Mm -hmm. because they're like like pathetic amounts of liquid right it's not good like it doesn't fill me up i need like 30 of them it's like capri sun but for asians real yeah Mm -hmm. so it's but with milk based dairy based capri sun for asians so i never i never really went into that train as a child but um Anyways, yeah, I think it's awesome. And I think it's also awesome in this kind of resurgence of romantic comedies where we're not seeing, like, a fucking blonde Mm -hmm. Jennifer Aniston, like, Katherine Heigl kind of person. And um, she's still funny and relatable. Yeah, she's, like, the most relatable rom-com character, I think, of so many. Yeah. Like, she's so normal. Mm -hmm. And, like, as as a side note, I'm convinced that this girl is a Libra son with a Venus and Scorpio. Yeah, I honestly... Just I, like me, that's that's what I am. But I, that's why I feel like she is that. I would believe it, honestly. She's got an aesthetic. Like, she's an aesthetic-ass bitch. I mm-hmm. think I got into an argument on, like, um, Not All Gemini. Gemini is one of their Instagram posts. I yeah. was like, Largy and Cubby is a Libra son with a Venus and Scorpio, and I'm prepared to fight about it. <laughs> I was like, it's real. Someone, someone responded and was like, no, she's this. And I was like, you're wrong. 100% wrong. She's a Libra. She's aesthetic. Yeah. Aesthetic and romantic. And, romantic romantic and a little dramatic. Very dramatic. She literally says one of her lines is like, I think drama can be fun. And yeah. I was like, I get you. Man. Okay. I agree. And then also, okay, this is kind of not chronological. And mm, that's it, okay. We're covering like, the big things that pop out at us first. Okay. Something we'll that popped out to me to support the dramatic evidence mm-hmm. is the freaking hot tub thing oh where they're making out in the hot tub like that where she's like iconic first but okay but like her reaction to that i felt like when it was she so dr- yes yeah like i feel like so if, dramatic if that happened to anyone else they would be like oh we're making out in the hot tub lol literally like, i would have paid if i like had someone like, right took <laughs> pictures of me with a You'd fucking white guy in a fucking hot tub i would have <laughs> a lot of money for someone to take pictures put it on the internet i would have been like here's my tumblr link me (laughs) it would have been like that episode of schitt's creek where moira wants her nudes on the internet yeah literally that would be me so hard it'd be like i'm not a virgin put them on the internet (laughs) i'd be like yeah what are you gonna do slut shame me (laughs) i think me in high school i would have been like oh my god but me now i wouldn't care yeah but in high school, I was, like, a big old prude. Yeah. So, ooh, I want to know, at some point in this, we need to talk about what you were like in high school, because I really want to know. Not a prude, and really, really into Dayquil, so it's not really that exciting. Really into Dayquil? Uh, yeah, I just really like taking Dayquil and Nyquil. Um, it's very weird. 
I think it was also like uh, the hormones in my brain were mm-hmm. making like me either sleep way too much or not enough. Interesting. Like all the time. Wow. Anyway, so I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't, is that exciting? I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm very confused by it. Um, I dated a lot of white dudes. Um, mm-hmm. I was into a lot of guys who like ska. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. There was just something about like a, a like a, like a white man who hasn't showered in like two weeks, <laughs> and like has no aspirations other than like other than like going to warp tour and just like or fucking like skating. Oh my god, skating. skaters! You like to skater? I love to skater. <gasps> Ew, I was like, don't come near me with your grubby little hands. I love to skater. No, I love like like dirty white guys. That I was the aesthetic. I dated a Cuban. Well, he was half Cuban. Cuban. He was half Polish, half Cuban. So That's we had a, a really strange combination. Really large nose. And, um, <laughs> oh dear. And like a very small mouth. <laughs> so that was, was like kind of kind of like will. a bird, um, if you will. <laughs> and it wasn't until flop. later I kind of found out he only wanted to date me because I was also like the one of five Asians in my <laughs> school. So, um, and, like, the other two of them were probably, like, my cousins or oh, something. Probably. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't know why they wouldn't be. Yeah, but, um, anyways, uh, yeah, I found out later on that his only, like, attraction to me was that he was really into fucking anime and hentai. No! Yes! Hentai! Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, I don't understand why dude's into anime. Uh, I don't know why, neither but do I, just, I something about it kind of, I'm like, ew. But I feel for all of my Asian sisters mm. who have had, like, to be skeptical of a white mm. guy being attracted to Definitely. them. In case he was a fucking mm-hmm. hentai lover. Anyways. It's fucking weird. Um. Being fetishized. Yeah. Being an Asian girl in high school, it's really hit or miss. You're either mm. in a super fucking cool Asian girl clique mm, where they just, yeah. like, fucking, I don't know, go to like, Brandy Melville all the time. Oh, right, you guys fit into all of it. Yeah, and they fucking have... I'm like me, I've literally never fit into Brandy like, Melville. Like, good hair. Ugh, and they amazing. understand things like Korean skincare. Or you your Asian... hair, though. Thanks. Mm, Thanks. Good hair. Um, or, like, you have the Asian-American high school girl experience where you, like, fucking have to study all the fucking time <laughs> and, like, your parents hate you. <laughs> yeah. And there's no other Asians. Come here, Ginger. Come here. Okay. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. It's real hit or miss. Yeah. I thought it was funny that in this movie, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, Laura Jean, like, we're so, we're very similar, very into our emotions about romance. Mm-hmm. I get very intense crushes, like, very specific fantasies about my four crushes. Mm-hmm. You get it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she goes on and she starts fake dating a lacrosse goalie. And I was yeah. like, girl, been there. I have dated a lacrosse goalie. Wow. Yeah, and they look kind of similar. Like built? They're, they're similarly built. Okay. Um, and they also have, like, dark hair, mm-hmm. like, tanned skin kind of. Yeah, because they're outside playing with, like, their <laughs> sticks and balls. Yeah, playing with that rod. Putting it yeah. in the Yeah, and I was like, ball. dude, a very... and and. Peter is very I'm creating confident. a sexual fantasy for myself right now where I'm like, wow, you know what? Like, I never lots. thought about it, but uh, <laughs> I should really get into lacrosse. Yeah, no, I was definitely a lax girl. So I started dating the boys lax goalie and it was very dramatic. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was it was great. Well, it was okay while it lasted. 
It was, it was, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Houston, if you're out there listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, it was good. But then we had a, a very dramatic breakup. Aww. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously I loved it because I caused a scene. Yeah. But. You got a lot of attention. I love attention. Mm. I can't deny that. I don't, you know, that's cool. I think if you deny loving attention, like, that's. That's everyone loves attention everyone in some loves way. It in some way. Just Even if it's like way. you fucking you don't interact with mm. other humans, but you make a fucking blog post mm. about like the best cookie mm. and then people are like, This is a great recipe. Yeah, you're secretly like ha, 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 ha. You're like, I love this attention mm-hmm. from my internet um internet baking persona. friends. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Okay. Anyways. Um so back to the movie. What else? jumps out at you. Are we going to talk about fucking Peter Kavinsky? Yeah, the fucking white man who would have broke my heart Literally. in half. Like, Just he looks like it. a Floridian to me also. Yeah, oh, actually, let's look that up right now. Is Peter is Kavinsky a Florida? Floridian? He looks like fucking a white guy who would have just mm. fucking wrecked me. He's exactly if the he type was a of skater, guy I would have gone for. If he was a fucking skater, I mean, Christina, I would have lost my shit. He's a lacrosse shit. goalie. He was my type. What is his name? Noah Centineo? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's, he's, like, he's pretty objectively hot. Right? Like, I don't know. How old he's, is he? He's, he's oh, for like sure, like, age. in his Our 20s. Age. He's 6'1". Six, six one? He's 6'1". So, so is my, I think. <laughs> he's also, he's two months older than me, almost. Um, how old is he? Wait, 22. So 20, you're only 22? I'm 22, yeah. I just turned 22. I just turned 24. <laughs> um, guess where he's fucking from? Florida. He's from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always right! He looks like a Floridian. <laughs> he looks like a Floridian to me. Oh, man, he just got pegged. He, oh, my God. I, there is nothing hotter to me than when Ew. I'm right. <laughs> like, nothing makes me feel so good. Oh, yes. He's a Florida boy wow. who would have ruined me. Mm, I get that. I would have been, like, mm-hmm. so in love God, he's from funny. afar. He's objectively hot. Yeah. Like, it can't, I don't think it can be denied. Yeah, for sure. He just has, like, a body built, like, a he's fucking, a good, like, a good dude. Like an average white man. That That's, yeah. like, my ideal man is, like, the yeah. average white dude. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. On the hotter side, but... But not like too hot. That's he's like totally unattainable. Yeah, but okay. Also, everyone at this fucking school is hot. That's very true. That's any romantic Laura comedy Jean? with teenagers. Hot. She goes to okay. Also, She's this incredibly hot. This motherfucking She's bitch beautiful. went to bed with her eyebrows on every time. You know how I feel about that because mm. Asian women do not grow eyebrows that look like that naturally. Oh, no, 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 no way, girl. No, no, no. It's like her eyelash extensions. I know. She's not in like the extensions. You could sleep in, but like the yeah. eyebrows. That's where I draw the. <laughs> I can't believe that. Fair enough. I could you know. I, it's I know. I don't even go to sleep with my eyebrows on because mine are they're very blonde. My hair is not that blonde, but my eyebrows are. Yeah, it's I, weird. I believe it's it. A weird thing. Yeah, listen, a lot of people are in that boat. Anyways, all I gotta say is, mm. uh, there was a little bit of a believability. They suspended my belief a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I feel like this this movie kind of gave me some more unrealistic expectations. But what's new? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I am very romantic, but why hasn't this happened to me? <laughs> um, let's have the argument, who is hotter, uh, Laura Jean's first love, Josh, which she used to be best friends with, but then her sister started dating right. him, and then she had to withdraw her kind of crush from mm-hmm. him. 
Um, so is Josh hotter or is then, Peter Kavinsky no, hotter? hotter? Okay. I think. Okay. What do you think? Are you a Josh fan? I feel like if she had ended up with Josh because of like some crazy twist in which she was honest the entire time and mm-hmm. he was like, hey, listen, I need some space, but uh, in the future I would explore that option, I would have been a Josh fan. Like if she had mm-hmm. ended up with Josh, I would have been a Josh fan. But. Peter Kavinsky is hotter. I think that there is something hot about PDK's mannerisms. Is it? Or is it I his body? I mean, he's also just like... Is it the fact that you could climb that motherfucker <laughs> like a tree? You could. You yeah. Could. Like a... What's a white tree? I don't know. I don't know. Like a birch? A, a birch. I'd climb Noah Centineo <laughs> like a birch. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. no fair enough. Uh huh. But I. But I think there's something hot about his mannerisms. Yeah. I don't sure. know. Maybe that's just me. He has like a scar on his face, which that's is like true. if you oh, watched. Um, I can survive a fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you watched The Lion King really yeah. young, I bet mm-hmm. that was probably. Yeah. I was a big Lion King fan. Yeah, but there's something cool about Scar having mm-hmm. a scar. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Mm-hmm. Like what? How Girl, did you right. get that? You're right. A bar fight mm-hmm. in high school or something? I don't yeah. know. Um, I anyways. Can someone else. I've survived things. And his teeth are so white. Oh they are white. God. Yeah. He's, Those chompers. But I do like Josh's personality. I, I'm, I don't not know. Crazy I'm not crazy about it? I'm not into him. Mm. He's not, he's not my type, but. Is it the outfits that I like? I don't know. Yeah, I really did not like his collarless jean jacket. No. <laughs> no, that's not <laughs> I good. I really hated that. But I feel like if I was in high school and I saw, like, a, a like a fucking boy dressed that way, I would have been like, you know what? I respect that. But you like skaters. Uh, but I it would have like, been cool if Give me the just... whitest boy around who's wearing khakis and a polo. His mom buys vineyard vines. <laughs> but I mean, I, I was gross. I've it's evolved. Fine. I've evolved. It's fine. I like more of a funky dude these days. Yeah. 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 And some funky ladies. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's cool. You got to be like kind of cool. Yeah. But um, yeah. Okay. What else do we want to talk about in the? So we talked about Laura Jean. Oh wait, I also wanted to say that I really enjoyed the part where. Peter calls Josh a Bonnie Bear wannabe. <laughs> That's good. I found that to be a really great line. I think there were some really good lines in this movie in general. For like, sure. Like, the writing was very good. That and the production good. design. There's something that made this film feel so, like, familiar, mm-hmm. but also so new. Yeah. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, so I think... Like, cause like those lines, that's something that I would have expected in like an yeah. '80s romantic comedy with Meg Ryan. You know, right. it was like she was like a little Meg Ryan, basically, mm-hmm. which was so yes. Like it's like it's, it's she's the new one. She's the new Meg Ryan. Yeah, it just feels familiar in that she's relatable to like literally everyone. Super relatable. Um, like even you know, obviously not everyone looks like has perfect skin and hair she's beautiful. and stuff like that. But you know, like yeah. just like. Like, she gets anxious about certain things, mm-hmm. and she has, like, fantasies, when and she's, you know. Josh shows up at her house, and she's like, I was never here, and then leaves out the window and rolls off the roof. I was Amazing. Like, relatable. I was, relatable. Like, I was like, how'd you survive that bitch? I mm-hmm. love it. I know. It's like, I definitely would have broken an ankle. Yeah. But. Yeah, Having right. a messy room, but always looking stylish. Mm, real. 
Like, <laughs> mm. I went to school literally dressed business casual every day. Wow. I was very committed to my look. I went to school in Florida, so we all wore basically <laughs> underwear for shorts. Fair enough. I wasn't allowed to wear shorts to school. Um, I was thinking about that when I was watching this. I was like, damn, this girl gets to wear these really cool shorts and high heel boots and, like, long socks and stuff. Yeah. Looking very cool. And I was like, I literally got in trouble in fifth grade for wearing a knee-length skirt because my arms went down and my fingertips were past it. But it's oh. really just because my body hadn't, like, finished developing and I had really long arms and a really short torso. Oh. And I'm like, this is a knee-length skirt. Can I please just be, can it be okay? A 10-year-old? Yeah. And Anyways. I'm like, at least, I guess, the dress code at this school is a little bit more evolved than it was at my mm-hmm. bullshit-ass elementary school. But, yeah. And even in high school, like, we weren't allowed to wear yoga pants. We were banned. Wow. Yeah. Oh, it was a big deal. There was, like, oh, a yoga pants ban. I would have been pissed. And our, our, our principal was a real, real sexist man. He would, like, go on the news, um, the morning news, which I, w- I was on. I was a host of. I love that. Me the too mo- in middle school. It was the morning buzz. Oh, yes. I, we didn't have a name. Um, oh, it was real. It was intense. All the ways that oh, ours was not intense. It was in middle school. Uh, <laughs> but like I a whole class was constantly that. scheming of like pranks to pull Amazing. on air. Yeah, so mm. I got asked to prom on air. <gasps> wow! Yeah, but it was actually kind of funny because no one else, could, no one could tell. Like, I got asked to prom via the teleprompter. <gasps> Wait, hold on. Me too. This is really, really? weird. Yes. Wow. Who asked you? Was it someone you were dating? No. Oh, me neither. It was, <laughs> was, it was my uh, best friend from, like, childhood. Mm-hmm. Mine was just a, a guy who wanted to go to prom with me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But it was weird because, like, he did it when the credits were rolling or whatever. And so it, like, came up on the teleprompter and I read it and I was like, oh. And then it was like, tell me your answer, like, on air when we, because then, like, the credits would come back up or, like, they would go away and I would, we would say, Hornet time is, like. 8.45 or whatever. Yeah. And we came back on air and I was like, hold on time, it's 8.45. Yes, I'll go to prom with you, Harry. And everyone was like, what the fuck? <laughs> they were like, who, what, when did that happen? What? Because they, well, because they didn't see what was on the teleprompter. This is a lot. I know. So I was like, okay. Oh, wow. And then I was like, people just thought it, I was a little weird. Oh, like, no. Out. So the morning announcements. No, the morning announcements. So my friend was, he doesn't it the whole year because mm-hmm. they usually pick like, like one person. And they give the morning announcements every day the entire year. So he did it and he like finished with it. And Ben was like, oh, also Sarah Kelly, will you go to prom with me? And I'm like, um, Aww. and I was like in class and everyone was like, wow. Like they were like, what? We, no one was expecting this. That's so cute. Because it was like on the morning air, it's yeah. like first thing in the morning. I wouldn't, I didn't expect it either. That's and then, super cute. um, and then we had that class together right after his announcements. And I was uh, like, yeah. Like, and then yeah, the next day on the next announcement, he was like, she said yes. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's, it was, it was funny. Than mine, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it makes, it makes, it makes, yeah, but no, it's like similar. Cute. People were just like, what? No one asked you to prom. And I was like, yes, I'll go to prom with you. <laughs> and like, she's insane. <laughs> anyway, back to, what were we talking about? Um, how relatable she is? How relatable, yeah. Is that yeah. I don't know. Ooh. Okay, what is not relatable is the fucking winter formal where they go to this fucking Dude, bougie trip. lounge. Very fancy. Oh, my God. Very. What fancy. school has a budget to like? I think that's like a Northwest thing. Oh, 
I think it yes. is. I, I could be wrong, it but makes I sense. feel like one of my friends who's from Seattle, she's she used to be on like the downhill skiing team. So I'm like, I guess that is a big thing, and I just forgot. Okay. Because like, you're oh, from you know Florida, what? And, and we went Georgia, to so Universal. Like, that was well, our like cool. senior we didn't get thing. To do shit. We went to like cause, well, uh, Universal like um, you know, it you was went to like only an hour from me. Please let me know because I forgot. Oh yeah, maybe. I don't think we did. Anything. Well, my my school, we, I was only like an hour from Universal, so That's it made true. sense. That's fun, you know. I but, think our cross country team does a trip to Universal. That's fun. And they like run something there, but I obviously refused to do that. Oh, and wasn't on that team. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, I guess it's like a regional thing, then. Yeah, so, probably. Like in I New it's York, I don't cool, know. Though. Maybe they go apple picking or something. <laughs> Probably. No, but probably, then, like... They probably go to Broadway. That was funny when that guy was like, sleep where you want, sluts! Yeah. I was like, all right. Okay. I feel like, where are the chaperones in this? Yep. No, there were none. They were all getting drunk as fuck! Mm, yeah, which is, to be fair, that's probably what I would be doing. As a, I chaperone? Want a chaperone? Yeah, for sure. I would be like, sure. let's go to the bar! Yeah, and then they go to the fucking hot dog. Mm, oh. They were in there for kind of a long time, That though. scene is iconic. It's I iconic think. if I wasn't thinking about also the germs that are associated with hot tubs, but... I was not thinking about that. If you are in a hot tub, PSA, if you're in a hot tub for over, I think, 20 minutes, you are, like, an 80% chance likely to contract um, some kind of bacterial infection. Ew. Yes. Actually, my friend got uh, impetigo from a hot tub. I'm fucking not surprised. Mm-hmm. Not surprised. In Florida. Also not surprised. Florida. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Impetigo's gross. Mm. So, I mean, like, we feel for people who are, yeah. who get that. But. Well, at least Laura Jean and uh, Peter were safe, and they had all those rubbers from Dr. Covey. Hey, yeah, and that's cool. <laughs> I, like, that's also something not believable to me is how oh, positive no. their relationship I do, was. I do think that's believable, actually. You do? Yeah. Um, well, I, first of all, I had a very positive relationship with my parents while I was in, like, junior and senior year of high school. Yeah. Because I have two older sisters, and they were both in college. So yeah. So I was like, whoa, I'm an only child. And also, it was great. Um, but then, also, I really feel like, first, well, he's an OB-GYN, first yeah. of all, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, so I think it really does make sense that he would be like, listen protection. Yeah. Here is a bunch of condoms. I just want you to be prepared. Yeah. And I really loved it. I also think, like, that was the first commercial I saw for this movie, or, like, preview or something, Mm -hmm. was him giving her the condoms, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I love that. Yeah, Yeah. true. No, so I think that that's kind of more relatable in, like, today's age. Yeah. It was just nice. It felt, um, a little bit, like, um, you know, it kind of felt like a combination between, like, if you took all the quirks, I think, of um, Lady Bird and Lady Bird, mm-hmm. like, of Sher Sharona and, like, mm-hmm. like Greta Gerwig and all that, if you took all of her, like, personality quotes and, like, things like that and you mixed it with, like, um, uh, like, the extremely positive and happy relationship between mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet and his parents in um, Call Me By Your Name. Right. Yeah, I felt like yeah. I was, like, seeing both of those things, and that's I'm like, this is... very specific, but yeah. Yeah, but that's, like... That that's... is what it's like. Yeah. It's, like, kind of a more... It's just, like, a different coming-of-age story. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in it which is. they built a really, like, it's one that, idealized... Like... 
community yes. and world. It and was awesome. idealized totally, yeah. but I think it works very. It's like they t- they took those more niche niche yeah. films, yeah, and like they took that kind of idea and put it in this very like societally acceptable form of a rom com. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and like put it in a very, like, middle to upper class neighborhood. I guess upper class because who oh, the he's fuck a doctor. has, like... For sure, he had, like, seven f- bedrooms. And who the fuck has a Jeep? I know, not At me. age se- 17. They were, like, definitely upper middle class. Yeah. Up, like, upper up, class. Upper class. Yeah. Lower upper class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very privileged. Yeah. And the freaking house they went to for that party. I I was like, know. well, that is a fish tank in the middle of the floor. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. They were, like, at a club. It was better than a club. It was better than any club I've ever Could been you to. imagine if, like, you knew someone with a fucking cool-ass house in high school? Wait, did you know someone with a cool-ass house in high school? Well, to be fair, that lacrosse goalie boyfriend of mine... Had a cool-ass house? Yeah. Wow. It was really nice. Wow. Yeah, they had, like, a little movie theater and stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, what are, else do we want to hit on this um, ride of... Um, I want to talk about the production design again. Yeah! A little bit more. So, I feel like... So stylish. So stylish. Whoever designed, like, <laughs> the production... <laughs> whoever did, like, the production design of their house... Beautiful. Everything, like... They did such a good job. Like, I want them to de- design my home. I want them to it design looks, my life. And Yeah. Yeah. That too. But, like, and even Lara Jean's room yeah. is, like, the high school room of my dreams. Yeah. Because, like, I was the type of person, okay, literally my, my bedroom in high school had three different colored walls. Okay. There was two yellow, one green, and one pink. Wow. Because I just couldn't decide. I love that. And I would put, like, magazine ads all over the walls and, like, pretty things like that. And, like, my room was always a disaster. Mm -hmm. It was also the size of a closet. Mm -hmm. So it was a lot of energy was in there (laughs) at all times. (laughs) I'm like, she really, like, they just did such a good job. Everything was just so well put together. And her outfits were so good. Yes. But that's a a big part of who she is. Everyone looked cute in this movie. Except for Jen. Who is Jen again? The enemy. Oh, yes. yes. She had that horrible hat. Do you remember that? I don't. Nope. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. Where they you had a horrible hat. She did have in that scene in the bathroom where um, Lara Jean confronts her and is like, I know you took that video. Yeah. Um, she's wearing a very tight, long sleeve, baby pink top mm-hmm. that she pulls down all the way to like half cover her butt mm-hmm. and I'm like this is the worst and she's like wearing like leggings and Uggs and I'm like who put her in this outfit oh like, yeah why did you do that to her like yeah she didn't deserve that like, no like yes Laura Jean is meant to have much better style than her but Laura Jean's like exceptionally stylish like you could give her a little less basic of an outfit or something a little bit more flattering yeah I mean, I, damn I agree it was rough. That is rough. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. She did not have as cute as outfits. Yeah. But she plays bitch really well. She does. Um, also, something we should talk about is I hope Lana Condor has a bazillion roles after Same. this. Because all I've seen her in that she's working on now is, like, that sci-fi show. What sci-fi show? It's, like, it's going to be a show on sci-fi. It's, like, their oh. first season. And I'm just, like. She probably got roped into that pilot before this, like, really took off, you know? Yeah. 
True, but I hope that she gets a bazillion other Same. jobs. She probably is getting a ton of offers because she's, one, awesome. Yeah, she's and like a, a Netflix darling now. She really is. And Noah Centineo is, I mean, too. he is the biggest Netflix darling. I mean, they got him in, like, two movies in one year. Yeah. Oh, my God, though. I fucking read an article with him in it, and he was just, like, talking. It was basically, like, someone who's probably our age who's a reporter, mm-hmm. and she had to go on basically a date with him <laughs> and, like, go to the aquarium, and the whole time she's just sweating, and that's all yeah. she writes about in this article is she's like, it was so hot physically <laughs> in this aquarium. I was so uncomfortable, and I could not listen to his answers. That's hilarious. But the whole time, also, he was like, yeah, you know, I just, like, love, love. I'm like, that's your fucking brand, my guy. That's his brand. I just, like, love, love. Capitaling on, cap, cap, capitalizing on it. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the type of guy I feel like many of us have wanted for a long time. It's like, we're want some, we want someone who is, first of all, nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I'll say kind, because a lot of people thoughtful. don't mean nice. He's nice, he's kind, he's thoughtful, and he loves love. He loves love. Yeah. Just like us. Yeah, that's mm, true. It's part of our, our promo. Yeah. We, we just love, love love love, okay? Yeah, we just we do. We do. That's we not really, wrong. We really do. The problem, the difference between us is that like you get love on a regular basis. Mm. And I don't. Oh. <laughs> the stars will align, you know. It's T B D chill. T B D. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, okay. Um, what else do we want to talk um, about? Um we talked about how she loves smutty uh, romance novels. Yes, and I very much relate to that because I read a lot of smutty romance novels. I did not know that about you, but yeah. I literally love it. What's your favorite slutty romance oh, novel? Um, I said slutty, not smutty. Sorry. <laughs> or slutty, too. I guess. Yes. Is it okay, a... so my favorite... It's not super romance. It's not super um, smutty, actually. Okay. This one, but I really liked it. It's mm-hmm. called... This Could Change Everything by Jill Mansell. Is it's that really considered good. a romance, like, um, I think like almost a drama romance? It's romance. Okay. It's not It's not really that dramatic. It's mm. just, it's kind of a rom-com. I love it's kind it. kind of a rom-com. Yeah, it's really good. I really liked it. I support that. Um, but I, but, okay, so my grandma, she reads shitloads uh-huh. of smutty, uh-huh. smutty literature. Ooh. Smutty romance uh-huh. novels. Bodice rippers, if you will. Okay. And um, I adore it. Uh-huh. And so when I was at her house this summer after she died and I was taking things home with me, I was like, well, like, you know, I brought a sweater and like slippers and a robe and stuff of hers. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking at all of her books because she's got so many and we were like, oh, well, we have to throw some of these out. Like mm-hmm. we have to get them to charity, uh, see if our friends want them. I went through all of her books and I was like, Bitch, I am going to read these. Yeah. So I took a literal duffel bag of smutty romance novels with oh my me gosh. back on the plane. And I carried it through security like, open it up. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm like working my way through all of her nasty ass romance novels. Did and, she like take notes? Uh, no, she did not. But she mm. kept all of her books very, very pristine. Oh my God. Which I am incapable of doing. So I feel a little bit bad, but... She would, like, half half open them yeah. and, like, read a whole page and, like, turn it mm-hmm. and then turn the book the other way Aww. and read that page. It was, she was very, very polite to her books. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, continue with what you were saying. Smutty romance. You love smutty romance. We talked about mm. the fact that she likes it. 
I um, like that Lara Jean has a, a little saucy side, but I really did not like how everyone kind of kept characterizing her, everyone else in her life. Yeah. Like, Josh would be like, you're like this innocent little girl, and yeah. like, Peter's corrupting you, or whatever, and I was like, dude, God. that, I feel like... That fucking, like, butt pocket spin um, thing. Didn't, okay, fun, <laughs> fun fact for you all. I heard that that was improvised. I saw that too! Mm-hmm. Could you, okay, Drama. fucking filmmakers out here, could you fucking imagine mm. someone that good at improvising? Mm. Mm. Like, way to fucking read a room, my friend. Yes, Peter, or sorry, God. Noah. Yeah, way, yeah. way to read a room. Way to read a room. You did good. I can't believe that. I didn't know that, but that's awesome. Yeah, I wow. love it. I think that, that that's a big win for him. That's cool. And for the women of the world. Your fucking UCB improv classes are doing really <laughs> great. No such thing. You're Amazing. really killing it there, yeah, but Good job. You learned a lot. Yeah, I'm glad that you're getting your um, mm-hmm. investment out of that. Yeah. But, um... Oh, um, God. What, what else do we want to talk about in regards to this movie other than the fact that we literally fucking love it? I want to um, talk about how... What's that guy's name? Lucas? Yeah. Lucas, um, when they're sitting in the hotel room on mm-hmm. the trip. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what do you think he thinks about me? And he's like, just that you're a sexy little Rubik's Cube. <laughs> I was like, that's an amazing line. Yeah. I'm like, can't quite figure you out, but he loves it. <laughs> I love that. I also love the fact that uh, they were kind of like, Lucas, you sent a letter to Lucas, the gay one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's like, he's not gay. I'm like, like, it's okay, girl. We've all been there. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. I'm. Everyone's been there, I'm sure, for literally everything. Speaking of Straight everyone gay, being there, I feel like... It doesn't matter. Jen yeah. is an interesting character because I feel like we all know a Jen. Mm-hmm. But then I also feel like we all can be Jens. Mm. You know, where we're like actively kind of a dick sometimes. Yeah. Like, when she's like, oh, it's like the scrunchie, Peter gave it to me. <laughs> I'm like, I feel, Which like is I, also I feel like I've done that. Fucking gross. Mm. The scrunchie thing. Also, because I'm afraid of lice. So, mm. hot tubs, lice. I think this movie <laughs> really opened up a lot of things that I'm secretly afraid of to me. Yeah. Um, rejection, I guess. That That's real. Yeah. That's real. Yeah. Real yeah. ass rejection fucking sucks. Yeah. I, I feel like... You're like, I bet. I've Can't relate. Experienced no, it. I don't know what a rejection uh, is. <laughs> I Personally. A, a really cute moment in this movie yeah. is when Lara Jean's really sad and she starts cleaning her room. She's mm-hmm. like, I can't control my life, but at least I can clean my room, which is real as hell. But when she's in the middle of it and her dad comes in and he's like, why don't we go for a little drive? Yeah. I'm like, that's such a sweet, like, dad move. Because, yeah. like, when I was going through a breakup... Like a, a bad time, I was like doing a puzzle <laughs> with my grandma. And like, we were, I was just silently like sitting doing this puzzle for hours. And like, my dad comes up and he like taps on my shoulder and he's like, Would you like to go see the Hobbit? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, we won't tell your sisters. It's okay. And, I'm, and there was like our little secret that we went to go see The Hobbit before we all went to go see it later. Like, That's such a cute little dad thing. And then he like takes her to to the cafe and like they talk about her mom yeah i just think there's a lot of really nice moments in this movie it was like fucking relates and like people discover things about themselves and like 
It felt like my heart was baking cookies, you know? It did feel like that. It was like a nice, warm um, hug for my whole soul, you know? Yeah. Like I was saying, it's like this movie felt like... It, it has, like, so many, like, familiar tropes in a way that it's not, like, horrible and cliche and awful to mm-hmm. watch, which, historically, what Netflix has put out in, like, mm-hmm. the teen movie realms mm-hmm. have been, like, extremely yeah. cliche, awful, horrible to watch. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I think also... I'm wondering, like, I'm looking back on the last 10 years or whatever, sure. right? Because when did, like, the proposal come out? Like, 2008, 2009? I would say, like, 2008, yeah. Right. So, and then we had fucking Leap Year, and it was all downhill from there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Leap Year, the worst movie on this planet. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, rom-coms, like, good rom-coms that have In the come past, out like, in the 10, past years. 10 years. There's none. Right? There I was a, there, that's why I'm saying... Backing this yes, the year. Yes, it's the rom-com resurgence. Uh, the rom-com resurgence. And I think it's a I really think it's good also thing. because it's like, you know, 2016, the presidential election yeah. happened. We need now, something. Now, we, we need I, something Give me something to live for, Hollywood. Yeah. I can't watch 12 Years a Slave again. <laughs> <laughs> give me something. Very accurate. I, Selma is becoming a little too oh, realistic dude. for me. Selma was a, a tough one to watch. Yeah. It was a real tough one. I watched that one in college, and I was like, man. Life is, life is getting bad, and then like the next year, Trump won, and I was like, "Fucking!" Hell. And it's like I can't even watch like The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, Handmaid's Tale, man, because it's too fucking real. I can't, I can't, I literally, I'll sit down and I'll be like, "I'm not gonna fucking enjoy this." Yeah, and then. I turned to Netflix instead of Hulu, and I'm like... Then we turned to Netflix, and they gave us To All the Boys I've Loved Before. And that's... And to that, we say To All the Rom-Coms We've Loved Before. Yeah, that's what I like to fucking see in here, man. Mm. So glad about it. It's been some good shit. Yeah. Um, let's go to... Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about like in your we, notes? we didn't go chronologically at all. We just kind of, like, talked about all the fun things. Sure. Um, here we go with some fun facts. Do we want to go? Go for it. Hit me with the fun facts. The letters seen in the movie, including the contract, um, which is the contract that Peter Kavinsky and Laura Jean have, um, in order to agree that they would be fake relationships until the, um... Ski trip. Ski trip, yes. And, uh, anyways, the letters and the contract were all physically written by Lana Condor. Uh, during a lunch break, Lana had to write several copies as her character, Laura Jean, rips through them. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's funny. Um... Uh, here's the one. Noah Centineo uh, improvised the spin scene in the cafeteria mm. where en- Peter enters with his hand in Laura Jean's pocket, suggested by Laura Jean in the movie, and Peter himself in the book. He's a good lad. Yeah. Um, the <laughs> There's a conversation between Laura Jean and Chris about EDM, an EDM concert, yeah. and that was not scripted and it was improvised. Oh, that's funny. I don't remember no, that No, it's when they get on the bus and, like, Chris is asleep and Peter's like... Why would you even sit next to her? She was at some, like, EDM concert on her Snapchat. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, way to rope in some social media there, Petey. Yeah, right. Um, He was like, you don't even post about me on your Instagram, which uh, I loved. I was like, this is so teen drama. I love it. (laughs) 
Um, Peter Kavinsky saving the bowl of popcorn during the pillow fight with Kitty was improvised oh, yeah. by Noah Centineo. I mean, There's so many good improvised moments. Those classes are really paying off, buddy. That's what I'm saying. I'm really impressed with like this cast. Mm. Really, they're, well, they're a very good cast. They're really general. up and coming. The dad ideal also. Casting. Can we talk about the dad for a minute? What's yeah. his name again? Uh, hold on one moment. The I dad's can't... actual name or like his the actor's name? name. I mean, he'll literally the the actor's name. He'll always be. Aiden from Sex and the City to me, but he's such a dilf. It's um John it's like, Corbett. Yes, John Corbett. He's amazing. I love him. Yeah, for did real. Did you watch Sex and the City growing up? Yes, okay, I did. So you know Aiden. Yes, he I do. Always be Aiden. To me. I I do remember he that. He was hot yes. then, and he's hot now. Chris is her friend, right? Chris is yeah, her best friend. Yes. Okay. With the eyeliner. Right. Yeah. Her and Lana Condor and Noah Centineo have. Maybe it's back to that I love love thing. Maybe he's just really good at fucking being in love, having chemistry. That's what I'm saying. He would have fucking ruined my life. Yeah. He would have ruined a lot of girls' lives. He probably present tense ruins a lot of girls' lives. I want to know. If you went to high school with Noah Centineo, let us know. Yeah. If you're on Tinder, you hooked up with him right before this movie, Mm -hmm. and then he, like, ghosted you. Send us an email. That would literally happen to me. That's what I'm saying. He's a Florida boy. I don't trust him. Florida boy. (laughs) I don't trust him. We don't. You hear that, Noah? Yeah. What's your favorite band? Is it Streetlight Manifesto? (laughs) Probably. (laughs) What's your favorite band? Blink-182? Blink-182, you're going to make out with a girl from the Blink-182 concert? Probably. They don't even make music anymore, I think. Probably. Hopefully not. I bet he's really... Okay, I'm going to guess his three favorite brands right now. Oh God, please do. It's Blink-182. Naturally. Yes. It's, um... Uh, it's G-Eazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Sublime. Oh, wow, you really hit the nail That's on the head. That's what I'm saying. I'm right, right? Wow. Oh, I got this guy pegged. You, you really your, do. You and you were like, UCB. Florida boy, and yeah. I'm like, Blank 182. And he, <laughs> all the small things. things. Yeah, he loves that yeah, song. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> What's My Age Again? He loves it. Any oh. Sublime song? Any <laughs> Sublime. What is that one, Sangria? Like, the Santeria, the Ungana Crystal Mine. Yeah, that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we sounded really good. That was, maybe this podcast isn't Should our calling. It's having a sublime not. cover band. Probably. I would say so. I'm very uh, talented. Yeah. Oh my god. I went to this. Uh, you are, really. <laughs> Sorry. I just needed to tell you this um, off. Mm. story um in the middle of your conversation yeah, i apologize no, i love it um it came to me so fast i saw on instagram the other day this guy i went to high school with which is going to be a complete rat out um Ooh. he got a tattoo on his forearm of the red hot chili peppers no. logo no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I he's gonna have that, that forever Please. wow that's uh. real commitment to the band yeah flea I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any. Oh, my I, mic is like moving. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, sorry. I love that. And I'm really glad that you shared that story here. Yeah. You heard space. it here, folks. I won't name drop because I don't want to, you know, but you ruin his chances. Drop, so. Ruin his chances. Well, I've already name dropped poor Houston. Funny, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we will. Bleep. Um, um, all right, is there anything else we want to cover before we wrap this shit up? Uh, let's say one more fun fact. Oh, yes. I think that'd be good. I love a fun fact. That's what I'm saying. And I, there's so many. Where was it? It was filmed probably in 
Seattle? I think Vancouver. Oh, that makes sense. Um, I saw, I saw where it was filmed, and I forgot. Um, trivia. And oh, the tiny yogurt drink, which has a role in the movie, is Yakult. Uh, a popular both in Korea and Japan. I forgot the name of it. I just remember it's like okay. dairy based. Um, uh, they are going to film. Um, they're going to film like the sequels to this movie. Are they movie. actually doing a sequel? So Jenny Han wrote like three books right. in this series, and they're Netflix acquired the rights to them. So they're yes. going to make like sequels to this. I hope That's super excited very soon. Uh, because ah! it was such a big hit i mean honestly it was just a, a real feel-good movie very romantic very lovely i don't know i'm just i'm just really happy about lana condor and about uh no i think he's great too so cute i love he's a very the... good little actor i think he could be the next like hugh grant the next thing i want to see is like um like n- it was awesome and really refreshing to see an like an Asian woman in sure. like the starlet like mm-hmm. lead actress role. I want to nice. see more like lead actor roles where they're yeah, where also it's men a white of guy. color. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's also kind of really important in like determining like what do we as a society consider attractive. Yeah, you know what for I mean. Because sure. it's like Noah Centineo is really cute and he has like a little fucking face and body, not little, he's, like, fucking enormous, he's, like, 6'2 yeah, or something. Big man. Yeah, but, you know, he is, like, a white dude at the yeah. end of the day. And at the end of the day, it's, like, we don't, we need to be seeing more people of color Yeah, in our and we just need to readjust, media. like, beauty standards. Totally, because they're very, like, white-centric. Yeah. At least in America. I mean, probably in other places, too, but, like... But even like, for men, too, is yeah. also what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. It's, like, we're making these strides with women mm-hmm. because... That makes sense, yeah. but I think also we have to kind of flip mm-hmm. the card, too. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see an Asian guy yeah. in the lead actor role. Mm-hmm. That's not crazy other than crazy rotations. Other than crazy rotations. But they're but both Asian. Example. And those that's... both came... I mean, Let's these see... both came out this year. Yeah. I just want to see... I just want to see more. We just want more. Yeah. And then there will be more more podcasts for you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's rom-com research in 2018. Let's see this carry on into the next 80 years. DJ, turn up. That's what I'm saying. The more rom-coms, the better. Let's get virtual reality (laughs) rom-coms. Wow. Did you hear me? That could be really dangerous. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He sucks. Uh, Did you hear me, Jeff Bezos, NSA? (laughs) That's what I want to (laughs) see. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I think we can wrap this up. Yep, we can wrap it up. I think, actually, the next few episodes are all going to be holiday season rom-coms. So you can look forward to, I believe, next week is going to be Love Actually, the yes. greatest rom-com of all time. I kid you not. I This is the first movie I want my first born child to see, probably. Obviously. Yeah. yeah no, a thousand percent. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about it. And in what fucking awesome universe is Hugh Grant, the Prime Minister of <sighs> right? the UK? not fucking Theresa May. Amazing. He sucks. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, um, keep tuning in, like, share, subscribe. Um, Seriously, like, rate us on iTunes and review us now that we're on iTunes. Yeah. And, um, also like us or whatever you do on Spotify. Share us with people who also like rom-coms. Don't share it with, like, people you don't, like, fucking care about and, like, who probably hate rom-coms. Yeah. And would be miserable listening to this. 
but you know share it with people you think might enjoy it yeah and good time. um yeah okay thanks for hanging awesome. out this podcast was produced by christina archer and sarah kelly music done by ian boyd of the band suede cassidy mm-hmm. and um like share subscribe yeah and if you want to get in contact with us you can find us via email at romcomsweedlove at gmail.com. So, very simple. Don't use the apostrophe and weave. It's just romcomsweedlove at gmail.com. And goodbye. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Adios. Bye.